Hey, Sean Bonato here with the Secret Habit Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, I really want to talk about something that's been on my mind and my heart a lot over the last week, but really over the last few months. But before I get into this idea of holy, godly dignity, I just want to let you know that today, the Porn Resilient 2023 Virtual Summit starts. It's completely free for the next couple of days. I have an awesome talk on this summit about our core needs and our relationship with God. And I think it's really at the heart of rewording or rephrasing or you know seeing trauma differently and understanding the dynamic between relationship and fellowship with God. I think it's an absolute game changer. A lot of it's things that I've learned while working with Deep Clean, things from my own story, my own journey, and a lot of the training I've gotten over the years and how to coach men. So that is at Taylor Chambers. Dot com. I'll link that below. And hey, like maybe you already know the areas you need help with. Maybe you're not looking for more like broad information to kind of pique your interest. Of course, there's some great tips and help in those interviews and videos there, you know, 25 other great speakers, but maybe you're just ready to get some coaching. If that's the case, I'm also going to post below the link to book a call to get started with Deep Clean. It's secrethabit.ca slash call. Deep Clean is really the trifecta of coaching of recovery, in my opinion, coaching content community. I just see such amazing, thing, amazing things happening. And I want to be able to share more about the opportunity to join because it's just phenomenal what God's doing. But without further ado, what I want to talk about today is this concept of godly dignity. There's this idea of or this concept of like feeling dignified that I think really stirs with people like dignity is a good thing. We want to feel dignity when we do things and when we don't do things that we know we're called to do or supposed to do because that's what a leader does or someone of high character does or someone of integrity does we feel a lapse in integrity a lapse in dignity and i know i'm, I'm bothered by that when it happens in my life i sure hope you are as well i think the lord really convicts us in, in a sense of like healthy guilt when that happens there's incredible learning lessons when we fail when we make mistakes when we don't fall into shame and we fixate on grace rather than fixate on sin. There's such an opportunity for us to learn. And what a gift because of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So what I want to get, I want to share a little story. So I moved to the Czech Republic four and a half months ago. I can't speak the language. I can't drive. There's lots of challenges that I face that I never would even imagine facing if I lived in Canada or North America, somewhere that spoke English primarily. Czech, definitely in the big cities would be easier, but we live in rural Czech, so it's different. It's a different story. I have found myself over the last four and a half months, last two weeks has been better, relying on Helena to do things for me because it's just easier for her. She speaks Czech. She can get it done faster. But in that, I'm abdicating my power, my leadership, my my role as a husband and a father many, many times. You know, ultimately, there are things that I could do, like I can use Google Translate, ChatGTP, something that might just take me longer, but I can still get it done. And I'm realizing that when I neglect what I could do, I feel like there's this lapse in integrity, lapse in dignity. And when I do something that I know, like it's harder for me to do things. It takes longer, it takes more effort, it takes more everything. 
But when I do it, I feel like a winner. Like not only did I do it, it's a badge of honor, but I save Helena the time and the energy. I get to be Helena's husband rather than like her child in some way, shape or form. So this is kind of where this is coming from. This idea of like, what is something that brings you dignity? And this idea of like godly dignity, in my opinion, is like, what's something that you can do every day that moves you closer to God, his will for your life, intimacy with him, knowing that you're doing the right thing. Even as Peter says, even if you suffer, keep doing the right thing because God will reward you. He sees that. And it just got me thinking a lot like in my own life. Han and I were having a conversation the other night in bed about her, some of her struggles with fellowship with God right now. I'm not going to go into details if you know she's not here right now. But it was really this concept of like, what can you do every day? This is the question I asked her. What can you do every day? that brings you godly dignity. And it just really resonated with her. And since then, it's just been on my mind and heart a lot. And I've been asking that to my clients a lot this last few days. What can you do today, tomorrow, every day? Doesn't matter if it takes five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour. What's something you can do every single day that is a joy for you to do? That when you complete it, it brings a sense of dignity into your life. And that very sense of dignity draws you closer to the Lord, helps you fulfill his will in your life more and more, and really makes you a healthier person. So what is that for you? I think it's so cool to reflect on. Even take a moment right now, if you have a pen and paper, just a little space to think, like, what are the things that maybe I'm not doing in my life right now? That when I don't do something, I feel terrible about it because I know that that's a thing that's important to me. I'm good at it, whatever it is. Or maybe remember the things that you've done recently where it's like, when I did that, that felt, I felt like I was doing what God made me to do. I felt dignity. I felt integrity. I want you to just take a moment and think about that. So important. It could be from the vantage point of when I don't do this thing, I feel terrible. But, or, or it could be from the vantage point of when I do this thing, I feel amazing. And I think at the heart of both of those, it's like, for me, it's like, I feel terrible when I advocate power or leadership and I and Helena has to do something that you know she's stayed on mom she got a toddler to watch she's pregnant she's going through a lot with the transition of the Czech Republic it's like when I ask her to do something that deep down I know I could do it makes me feel weak it really does it really really does but when I do it I realize like God has made me a communicator he's made me capable to figure things out he's made me a husband and a father to lead and I just feel, wow, like there's so many areas of life that we advocate power in, we advocate leadership in, we are neglectful, we're passive. And there's a couple key areas that God has uniquely made us for, like your giftings, your callings, the things you enjoy, the things you laugh at. Like what's something you can do every day that brings you godly dignity? For me, it's really, yeah, this, this kind of this one, two, three step process that came to my heart last week. It's like, I'm going to try to do everything. I'm going to give everything the best shot I got. And if I can't do it because of the language barrier or something along the lines of this is just is not something I can do because we're in a different country, then I'm going to ask Helena for help. But in asking for her help, I'm going to watch Violet so that she has time and space to do it. And that's, that's for me, it's, it's really powerful. And I'm still like finding rhythms on how to work that out. But like, that just feels like dignifying that I'm going to do my best. And even if I don't do my best, or even if I, even if my best doesn't work out because of the challenges here in the Czech Republic, 
I'm going to do my best by serving my wife, by watching our daughter and making space for her to make a phone call or run an errand. I just thought, that's so cool. So what is that for you? Some of my daily habits is 50 push-ups a day. Makes me feel really strong and healthy. Journaling every day makes me feel really aware and integrous. Uh, deep breathing at least once a day just makes me feel really clear and present. And then not eating solid foods after 8 p.m. It just makes me feel really like in control to some degree. It makes me feel empowered that I'm not a slave to my body. So like those things bring me godly dignity. And I just thought, what is that for you? As I thought about that with my clients in a group call today, I won't tell you what they shared, but it was really cool what one of the guys in particular shared about what would bring him godly dignity. And it was really groundbreaking for him to realize like, wow, I always thought I was an extrovert, but this thing would make me feel so alive and I know it would bring God honor and satisfy my soul. So that was so cool. So I don't have much else to teach on this. Like it's just something that was on my heart. I really wanted to share about it. And I really just want to leave it as an open-ended, like why don't you reflect on that? Why don't you just try something this week, every day and say, does this bring me godly dignity? When I don't do it, how do I feel? When I do do it, how do I feel? And what is the you know desire to do it daily? If it's not a strong desire to do it, um, there's either fear in the way that needs to be processed or it's just not the not the thing. So play around with it, brainstorm, have some fun, pray fast. Like I think it's so important to figure that out. So I just bless you in that. Hopefully this has been helpful, inspiring, maybe relatable, given some of the things and challenges that I've faced. But couldn't couldn't uh, end, uh, end the day today without recording this podcast. It was just on my heart to share. So I hope it's blessed you. Hope you would consider joining the virtual summit there's the link below. Hope you would even consider even further, either now or after that summit, getting on a call with our strategy team for Deep Clean and thinking about joining Deep Clean Signature, which in my opinion is the best recovery system around right now. It's so good. All-in-one porn recovery system, content, community, coaching. I've just been so blessed to be a part of it. I can't say enough good things and the results clients are getting. It's just so, so cool. Sobriety, freedom, healing, redemption, reconciliation. I'm just blown away. So pray that you would tune in to one of these free resources or tune in to joining coaching. Take that leap of faith. I, I know I've done that so many times in my recovery journey of hiring a coach, hiring a counselor, and it's just paid off so many times. But maybe that virtual summit will be the place where you could find who you may want to consider hiring to help you in your recovery journey. If it's not me, then I do pray that it would be somebody else. So bless you in the steps and the road ahead. God bless.